Johnson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 Zone. Thank you very much for making us part of your day. Thanks to Mikey M for jumping on with us in the last segment from Pac-12 Networks. Uh, Gordon, we talked briefly before uh, Mike jumped on with us about two NBA players since uh, on the testing day on July 7th uh, were positive of uh, coronavirus. Here's the uh, NBA and NBA PA announcing of it, uh, just to... Uh, just to be official here, of the 322 players tested for COVID-19 since arriving on the NBA campus July 7th, two have returned confirmed positive tests while in quarantine. Those players never cleared quarantine and have since left the campus to isolated home or in isolation housing. Since July 1, during uh, in-market testing, 19 NBA players newly tested positive. These players are staying in their home markets and recovering until they uh, are cleared under CDC guidelines and NBA rules for leaving home isolation and joining the campus. Hmm. Okay. So this was somewhat inevitable, right? What, what number do you think that will climb to? Total? Mm-hmm. And uh, three hundred. No way, no one really, you know. No, I I have no clue. I mean, it, uh, how well does the does the uh, the bubble work? I mean, yeah. how adherent are our players, staff, um, staff at the teams and staff at, there at, at Disney? You know how. You know how much do they mitigate there? I mean, there's there's so many factors. I wouldn't begin to know what to say. I do know we're going to have some. Uh, two out of 322 doesn't uh, doesn't feel too bad, you know. Mm-hmm. But they had already gone through some testing measures to uh, uh, w- before going to Orlando, and obviously that's two more than zero. So I don't think it's <laughs> a, it's realistic to expect zero. It's not um, watertight. I mean, it's correct. Not, but two, yeah. I mean, that's certainly manageable. And and as yeah. long as you catch those two in time before they have a chance to uh, spread it to others, that's the idea. So in a way, this is the idea working as, as people will get concerned about, oh, there's positive tests. This is actually the, but the, the point of it. So it's not exactly bad news. Hmm. Well, okay. Um, I, uh, there's just going to be leaks and it's going to have, the, the question is which players will it affect? Because that is drastically if, – if a star player gets it, Jake, it's going to change everything as far as the competitive situation. But that's true about- with, with any injury, though, right? I mean, I mean, Rajon Rondo broke his thumb today. That's going to have a big-time effect, right? I suppose so. I, I, I just – yeah, I, the, the there's just is, an unpredictability to this. Although I, the bubble environment, I know it's imperfect, and I know we've been talking about this various things that could happen and whatnot. But to me, it's the best way to pursue it in kind of live sports. The whole idea of an open air campus and college kids being involved—that is where I just bring in all kinds of doubt. But in in in, a, in, in we call it the bubble. I think it's it's not altogether inaccurate i mean i know it's not secure it's not like a a a ship on the ocean uh although in austin's case he thinks every ship's gonna sink right i I think they have a more likelihood of sinking than say anything else you're you're also worried about getting stuck on the ship you're not just working about worried about going down on it's on the list of concerns yes that wasn't even that wasn't even a factor in the early going what what wasn't a I factor? remember t- I talked to you about going on a cruise 
a year and a half ago. And, you and my first out. number one concern is being stuck on the ship with 3,000 str- strangers sharing the bathrooms and the food and the quarters. And well, then the ship goes down. You, why did you think you were going to be stuck on the ship? Because it that happens hap- all the time. It does. It happens a lot. Including with this coronavirus thing, actually. No, this was before coronavirus. There was one like a year ago that that got uh, stranded at sea, Austin. I can't remember why, but the septic tank failed, too. And it was sloshing through the (laughs) the hallways. Yeah, I remember that story. (laughs) I'm not kidding. Yeah. Um, Real quick, Gordon, uh, the the difference between the the broken thumb and the the coronavirus, uh, to get your point that you're worried about the uh, stars uh, getting it, is the the difference is you can't pass along a, a broken thumb to your teammate, right? Or at right. least not, you know, on purpose. Well, that doesn't make any sense either. But it, you get my idea. You yeah. you can't uh, you can't. So that's that's where the testing comes in, and that's why this has been the the, the biggest point to me throughout all of this. I mean, we can we can talk about the bubble, and we can talk about the ways that they're they're mitigating risk and and have those conversations. But the 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 fact is that you want to prevent Rajon Rondo from giving his broken broken thumb to LeBron James. And so if you test frequently enough, then that then that scenario should be significantly mitigated. Not not impossible, mind you, but the idea is to mitigate it. Right. If it happens, then control who that player gives it to. And the best way to control who that player gives that to gives it to is by alerting the player that they have it in the first place. So again, I, I think you know, injuries happen. Uh, even in regular NBA play, illness happens. You know, stuff stuff is going to happen. Players are going to be inactive for a variety of different reasons. You just don't want to have multiple players on the same team, let alone multiple key players on the same team, come down with it at once. That was the big problem with with uh, the Dallas FC team, right? Is that uh, too much? Too much of the team came down with it all at once. So the idea is to mitigate that that spread. And if if these one off cases are going to happen, which we all think they are. Then make sure it's not a five-off case, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Well, it's going to be interesting to see. I feel much more confident about this situation, like I said, than any other, any other scenario that I've heard of. And I know they're playing soccer and stuff around the globe, and and, and they're getting by. How's the Korean baseball league doing? I haven't checked it uh, recently. I don't know about Austin over there. Oh, I'm on it. You, you How are the, the heroes of Kiwoom? Am bad I still news. in first? No, it's bad news for you. Doosan <laughs> has overtaken Kiwoom really? for second in the great, league. Great, great. Sam, Samsung was fifth last week. Now they're sixth. The guy who who picked last year's champion is in first. <laughs> <laughs> are, are players getting sick at all from COVID nineteen? Oh, I don't know. I don't care about that. I just care about uh, wins and losses for the Samsung Lions. And there's more losses than there should be. I saw that they're putting robots in the crowd now. That's kind that's of in Japan. Is that in Japan? And it's horrifying. <laughs> oh yeah, Why you were you were the, the reason I saw that? that. You tweeted out about that, Austin. I've... It's it is it's it's horrific. It's terrible. It should be outlawed. It imagine imagine the ride. It's a small world. But you take all the paint off the robots and you add in four-legged dog-like robots and they all dance and sing and, and do cheers at once. It looks like a nightmare. But no, it's who, baseball. Who, whose great idea was that? I don't know, but it's terrible. Some robot company in Japan that's probably raking it in hand over fist. 
<laughs> All right. Well, uh, the, by the way, the the latest test news for coronavirus out of the Korean Baseball League: June twelfth, KBO player with fever tests negative for coronavirus. So that's the latest. That was that over was, a month ago. Oh, that was over a month ago. It's the latest I'm seeing. Everybody wear the freaking mask. Let's let's reduce this thing. Oh, now they're allowing fans, some fans in the stands as of June thirtieth. And they're doing the the what Major League Baseball is going to try and do here. They're not playing in a bubble in uh, in South Korea. Hmm. Well, I mean, if we're sports fans, put the freaking mask on, and let's get this thing knocked out so we can watch some more sports. Although that's pretty low on the priority list when you compare it to people's lives and things like that. Yeah, it, it, I think we ought to just do it so we don't have these terrifying robots in our world anymore. <laughs> okay. I haven't seen that, but I don't want to. It is a tad on the frightening side. I think the, the I think the cardboard cutouts are weird enough. <laughs> I like that idea. That isn't it the Giants in Major League Baseball doing that, where you can buy a season ticket, but it's your cardboard cutout and it sits in your seat. It's like a hundred bucks for the year. <laughs> really? Yeah, I think we should get Gordon one. But but you'd have to get like a good seat so it would get on TV, well, right? You'd I have to get we, right behind home plate. Yeah, let's buy ten to twenty behind home plate, and they're all Gordon's face. And they're, every <laughs> single one is just Gordon's picture. <laughs> sure, come on. First of all, you wouldn't want to do that because you wouldn't want to spend the money. You're too cheap. I'm on board, Austin. Let's do it. Yeah. My daughter doesn't need to eat for a couple of weeks. I, I've got all the pictures all ready to go from that time that we went through three weeks of monochromatic suits. Oh, that's a good point. Would they be different Gordon pictures or the same Gordon picture? Uh, I, I, I'd like some variety. Some variety. But it is still hat, shirt, pants that are the same, just different colors right. every day. Hmm. Let's do Tough it. to mix them up if you had 20 of them. Then, you know, obviously you wouldn't want to have it uh, all be the same color. That's what I'm, I have. But see, if it's all the same color, it'll stand out more. <laughs> Let's set up a GoFundMe. This is a worthy. I event. agree. No, Let's no, see how many not. Gordons we can get behind home plate at the Giants game. <laughs> more, wor- it'll get more use than an RV at the Monson House. Correct. <laughs> I'm still looking for advice. Anybody have it? Any of you experienced RV owners? Let me know one whether you really have had a positive experience, whether it's really been fun, or whether you would uh, uh, discourage such a purchase. Coming up next, we'll get to a Mountain America market update. Stay tuned. Chris Mannix at 4. What's going on at 5? 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Utah's most listened to sports radio afternoon show. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Sponsored by Mountain America Credit Union. Guiding members forward for over 80 years. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. It's time for another Mountain America market update. Let's get out of the zone phone. Joining us now from Mountain America Investment Services, he's Stuart Campbell with us here on The Big Show. Stuart, happy Monday. How are you? Happy Monday, guys. How are you today? Doing just fine. Let's talk about how those markets did the, to open up the week. Yeah, uh, S&P 500 uh, closed down 29 points, which is almost 1%. 
to close at 3,155. The Dow is essentially flat um, at 26,086. So stocks had risen earlier um, after Pfizer and then another company called BioNTech. Um, they had come out and announced that they had been fast-tracked on a, uh, the development of uh, some of their vaccine candidates for against COVID-19. So that was bringing a lot of optimism to the markets today. Um, but then the markets backed off uh, just due to other worries about other states that are increasing, um, increasing cases and how that affects business. Um, in particular, California seems to be the focus today. Uh, their governor has closing more businesses and a few districts have decided to close um, for fall semester, it sounds like. So, so, so it's, a, it's a mixed bag on the market today. So that's what you're expecting for a little while. I mean, just sort of some up and down. Absolutely. As we get positive news about uh, uh, vaccines and development there, I think that always will fuel markets. Um, and then certainly as other spikes in cases in different regions of the country, that's also going to be worrying um, on investors' minds just because the different parts of the country have uh, different business operations that flow through the rest of the country. So um, it's on a case-by-case basis right now. Any other advice for our listeners today, Stuart? Yeah, so in all of this, um, I just keep thinking about um, – you know, our members here at the Credit Union and really any of your listeners um, that, uh, you know, all of us have to put a roof over our head. And uh, real estate is taking a hit right now. Um, for example, many renters can't make their rent payments because maybe they don't have the income coming in. Um, homeowners, same thing. If they can't make their mortgage payments, it, it gets, puts them in a tough spot. Um, according to a, a survey released um, by Freedom Debt Relief, uh, 41% of adults are struggling to pay their rent or mortgage. And that's just, that's, that, that's tough. It's tough to think about uh, people, you know, our, our friends, family, our neighbors that might be in that spot. And a third of them say they will likely have to skip a payment within the next six months just to um, be able to have the cash they need. So I think some things your listeners could do, um, first and foremost, I always say is communicate. Uh, call your lender or your landlord and talk through your options. Communication is key. Um, ask your lender for what's called a rate reset um, without having to go through the expensive um, refinance process. Uh, you might, your lender might uh, have some options for you there to do a rate reset to bring your payment down. Um, and then, like I say, uh, refinance is always a good option because rates uh, have been uh, driven so low right now. Um, you might be able to bring... Uh, well, that's the idea with the refinance, to bring your rate down and subsequently your payment, so it might open up some more cash flow. Stuart, thanks for jumping on with us. We appreciate it. Absolutely. Have a good one. Back at you. That's our friend Stuart Campbell from Mountain America Investment Services. And that is another Mountain America market update. The investment products sold through LPL Financial are not insured Mountain America Credit Union deposits and are not NCUA insured. These products are not obligations of the credit union and are not endorsed, recommended, or guaranteed by Mountain America or any government agency. The value of the investment may fluctuate. The return on the investment is not guaranteed and loss of principal is possible. All right, there you go. Another Mountain America market update. Uh, Gordon, we have a couple of minutes. Um... Just to get into this real quick, and we can bring it back up a little bit later on in the show if we want, but uh, the Washington Redskins, 
finally announced that, and and I I'm saying I'm not saying Washington NFL franchise on purpose, which I'll get to here in a second. But uh, they announced that they are indeed going to change the name Gordon, and that uh, Coach Ron Rivera and Dan Snyder are going to put their heads together to figure out the best name to use going forward. But did you did you actually read the the press release? I did not. So on the press release, the word Redskin or the um the the logo appeared seven times. Including like the heading from Washington Redskins football office, it just kind of struck me as as irony. That's all. Were they trying to underscore the point? Uh, were they doing that on purpose? I don't. I don't know. I don't think so. This just seems to me as okay. We just didn't get around to changing our letterhead yet. But still, mm-hmm. I mean, wouldn't you kind of be sensitive to something like that? Uh. Well. <laughs> I they've never been overly sensitive on this topic. No, good. That, that's a that's a terrific point. But uh, I, it's about time, and I've been an advocate for this for a long, long time, and so I'm happy to see it. They did not announce what it's going to be. Uh, I I think Warriors is the is the favorite because Dan Snyder is said to like that name, but I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. We'll see if if the Cleveland Indians follow or whether, you know, there's these questions are being asked all across the country at uh, the professional college and and high school level. So So let me ask you this because we differ a little bit on this. And and let me ask you this question. So I'm with you. I I think this was the right move for for the Washington NFL franchise because the word redskin is a slur. I mean, it's an insult. I don't think the the concept of being, you know, like a, a mascot, for instance, is an insulting one. So that's how I have drawn the line. Let me ask you this: as somebody who do, does think maybe the Cleveland Indians or or Atlanta Braves or Kansas City Chiefs uh, should should change their names, where where do you draw the line as far as appropriateness? And I was thinking about it this way: like Buccaneers, Pirates weren't real terrific people. Yet we're we're we have no problem jumping on with that, right? I mean, like where where should the the line where should the line be drawn? When you're talking about the name of uh, of uh, an, uh, a racial group or an ethnic group, uh, I think that's a little different than uh, uh, say the Boilermakers or something along those lines. Okay, so um, that's why I'm asking. Where, where, where do we draw the line then? That's a good question. I haven't exactly figured that out completely, but uh, uh, if it's offensive to a certain number of people, I, I, I told you this last week. I remember seeing that uh, a certain Native American was holding a sign up saying, uh, "I'm not a mascot. I'm a person," and uh, that that you know. I mean, I, I I get that, and I'm not even I'm not saying that everybody agrees with that from a standpoint. Of even maybe some Native Americans, but uh, there, if there's a, a a decent sized group of those particular people from that particular uh, ethnicity, then I then I, I think it should be heard. It should be listened to. Here's my word salad answer for you, Jake, because okay. I've thought over it, and Gordon. If it uh, promotes a stereotype of a marginalized people, shouldn't be a mascot. So do the Cleveland Indians fit into that category? I think so. Uh, the fact that they call them Indians and it's wrong. He didn't land in India. 
landed in the Americas, but thought he was in India and called them Indians and then slaughtered and murdered and other horrible things to them. Yeah, I don't think it ought to be Indians. No, I will so say this. Hold about- on real quick. I will say this where we're, we're talking about that. I took a, a interesting the, – the class in college was called Native American Experience, and our professor on day number one, who was an American Indian, said that the preferred label is uh, – Label, that sounds like a bad word, but the, the preferred term is not Native Americans, actually, but American Indian. American Indian? Uh-huh. Then be the Cleveland American Indians. But that would be okay, speaking of lying. That seems to change it, Without yeah. the cartoon character mascot. It's not a stereotype. Right. Yeah. Okay. All right. I, I just wonder. But Braves, to me, it's a stereotype. Warriors, to me, it's a stereotype. They're a people, a nation that don't need to be stereotyped into one idea in that way, but that's and, just my And feeling. do mascots do that? I don't know. See, if you if you really go down the, the rabbit hole on any name or mascot, you, you're going to find somebody who's offended. Well, like Utes, that's a tribe. That represents everything about the Utes tribe. I don't see that as furthering a stereotype. Okay. I, I'm with you. But to only name Braves or Warriors or Medicine Men or whatever you want to pick from the, the, the culture— that that margin that uh, stere- furthers a stereotype of a marginalized people. But you get what I'm saying. Like if you if you keep following the logic, you're going to be offended by anything. Like oh, sure. like you're a you're a Tennessee Titans fan. Well, uh, that is a Greek religion. How <laughs> dare we mock a Greek religion? How dare we? Is it a religion or Greek mythology? Lore? Was, Greek mythology was a religion. Uh, hmm. What do you think, Gordon? With the with the name myth in it. <laughs> I, I I guess I think that uh, if some people are offended by it, a decent number of people are offended by it. If they don't want to be a mascot, I then and it is based on someone's makeup as far as their heritage. I then that's probably where I would draw the line. So fighting um, Irish is out. No, I I I, I think that's. Well, that's a good question, actually, because because I don't, I'm not, I'm not really high on you know Braves or Chiefs. I uh, that I, I wouldn't go. That's not the direction I would go. And I know probably locally here, Braves. You know whether you're, you're talking about the Atlanta Braves, or you're talking about the Bountiful High Braves. Uh, people get real defensive real quick about that kind of thing, but I I don't. Personally, I don't like it. Wasn't brave just another word for soldier? I mean, what about the Patriots? Did they give they so Braves? Who gave them the name Braves? Uh, I'd have to look into what uh, specific uh, American Indian nations that, that used, matters, that, right? used that term. Yeah, I don't know, but that's how I always understood it. Was you know there was another word for soldier? But can't can't people of all backgrounds be Patriots? Not in the case that uh, what New England named their franchise after. Remember the snapping dude in the Patriot helmet? Yeah, were there never any anybody else from any other background? I don't know, but that that was specifically referring to the Patriots in Boston. Oh yeah, of New England, right? It still gives some room, doesn't it, for people of not just Anglo New Englanders, right? So if you can include a, a larger group into that, then maybe I can see it. I don't know. As you can tell, I'm sort of wandering through this because we're all trying to figure out uh, the appropriate course here. 
so I'm not I'm not 100. I I do know that I I I did not like Redskins. I I did not. Uh, I mean that 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 mascot that the Indians had for years was inappropriate in my opinion. But you're asking me for my opinion, so I'm giving you mine. Uh, and I would do away with the other ones as well. And then we had the the such ridiculous things like Farmington High, that were that are the Phoenix, right, Jake? Right. And the some people were coming up with chants and cheers where they were, you know, wrongly using the plural of Phoenix as Phoenixes. And some families or, or parents thought that sounds like something else. Right. And so then that became a controversy. So you've got a point that. At some point along the line, you're going to find somebody who doesn't like cougars yeah, for no BYU matter, no matter and, and wildcats for what, Weber State. What about I the remember New- when the uh, Red Devils or whatever that was a problem? Oh, Springville there. High, yeah. But what yeah. about what about like the New York Metropolitans? Okay, are are residents of New York like this is outrageous? But again, that's not limiting. That's not stereotyping someone's race. Right, but it's it's people from a place. But it's a bunch of people of different kinds, so you're not picking on. But they're still metropolitans; they identify as that. Are they a marginalized people? <laughs> so I'm just saying that if you look into all this stuff, where's the line? That's the dangerous part of this. And again, just to reset my opinion, I I think that the the name Redskins needed to go because it's a it's a slur. And we can all think of other examples of slurs, and we don't have any business. I I don't think. You know, naming, Give us some, naming sports franchises, <laughs> but, slurs, but, that's wrong. But but when you get when you go further, uh, then if if one person is offended by a team ma- name, if ten, if twenty, so I I don't know how 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 far. But if you go down that if you go down that line, well, there certainly are schools that have changed their the 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 uh, American Indian names. Uh, or tribe names, tribal names that they've used for years because they have decided that's inappropriate. So that that there has been a movement toward that. And good for them. Uh, you, this stuff should be fluid. You should be allowed to, to have whatever mascot uh, you want, but obviously within reason. When and I'm just trying to establish where that line is. That's yeah. all. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, Chris Maddox joins us coming up next. It is the Big Show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, ninety-seven five and twelve eighty. The Zone.